We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome into another podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Tony Colombo here in the studio with our producer Chad Ellis. My co-host Bo Matthews is connected uh, through the marvel of modern technology. It is uh, Memorial Day as we release this, uh, as you are hearing it, and uh, uh, Bo is uh, practicing to sing proper social distancing, so he is connected to his home. And hey, also, you boys. Yeah, hey, boys. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we can tell that story a little bit later. Um, <laughs> and also joining us on the line is Jake Fair from Osage County Guns, one of the great sponsors of this show. Jake was on the, uh, the radio show with us this week and did the last segment of the show with us and is now sticking around to continue our conversation here on the podcast exclusive. So, Jake, thanks uh, thanks for putting a little overtime in. Wow, my pleasure. We enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so we were just talking um, about the uh, uh, kind of getting back to normal a little bit after the pandemic. Um, the state of Missouri started their reopening process several weeks ago. But uh, St. Louis City and St. Louis County uh, just started their phase one reopening process this week. And we've we've talked throughout this pandemic about uh, the run on firearms and ammunition. And uh, you were talking about the uh, the selection and uh, is, is kind of coming back. The inventory is kind of coming back for a while there. Ammo was basically like toilet paper and you, you, you know, had to get lucky to find it. And it's not quite that bad anymore. Uh, what about firearms selection and also things like uh, the waiting time for background checks? There was that was all bogged down, you know, during this pandemic at various times. So uh, not just ammo, but everything else in the industry. Is there still um, is, is there still added pressure on the industry right now or is that starting to get back to normal? No, there's still there's still some added pressure. You know, it. it Everybody kind of got caught with their pants down on this thing, and no, sure. nobody had, you know, the crystal ball to see that everything was going to go crazy. And um, and so, you know, a lot of people and a lot of companies, even the manufacturers, kind of had their forecasted uh, materials for builds and everything there, and that all just got completely demolished. So you, you have a certain amount of time where you've got to kind of recoup, and then the demand is so high from the consumers to the dealers, the dealers to the manufacturers that – 
Um, there's some manufacturers right now that won't even take an order. Wow. Their phones are turned off. They're, they're just not even listening uh, because they've got so much in the pipeline that they can't fill uh, immediately. Um, and so some manufacturers are, are behind for sure. And, uh, you know, they're doing everything they can and working double shifts to try to get um, things caught up. But it'll it'll still be, you know, unfortunately for a, a month of craziness, it'll the the recourse to that is going to be uh, several months to kind of catch back up sure. into the system. And you'll see stuff trickle in where we would usually get 10 cases. We may only get two cases of ammo or mm. uh, magazines or, um, you know, even firearms are, are behind. You know, there are a couple of companies that I buy a lot of product from, and they usually get stuff within a week or two, and now we're looking three to four weeks. You know, that reminds me actually of uh, something that I don't think a lot of people think about uh, going through this process, for example, one of my one of our other uh, big advertisers here is Weber Chevrolet, of course, and Skip Weber's uh, a friend that I, I get to talk to a lot, and you know it affected his, you know this whole thing has affected his business as it has yours and everybody else's as far as what they're able to do, you know, in their local stores, but there's also the manufacturers and the supply chain to uh, take into account and and you know put into the equation and places like General Motors and Ford, they just for a period of time they shut everything down. They weren't even making cars, mm-hmm. so it didn't matter what was happening at the dealerships. If they, you know, if they couldn't sell, they, well, they weren't even getting any new vehicles in. Uh, what has it been like for the uh, gun manufacturers? Have did did some of the manufacturers just shut down during this, and they weren't even they weren't even making product, or or did that uh, did they continue? To stay open and and still you know make the product throughout, it was just that the demand was so high that it, nobody could keep up. It kind of depended on where they were located. You had you had certain companies that just flat out shut down. Uh, Remington, um, Kimber, out in New York, you know, areas that mm-hmm. were in New York and in certain places where the state was just adamantly nothing's happening. Um, they just flat out shut down. And um, you know some of these companies have their products are made overseas and they're imported into their U.S. based company. And then from there, they're, you know, distributed out to the dealers and those places were shut down. So nothing was coming in um, from overseas that's imported or things physically manufactured in the U.S. weren't being done. Um, Distributors that were open um, weren't receiving inventory. And so they were all in the back trying to ship what was coming in for what they had in inventory. So there was a, you know, it's a, Everything happening at the dealer and the dealer level at grocery stores or at, you know, businesses anywhere, there's only so much that can go on with the amount of people that have, you know, increased their purchases on everything. And then once that gets dried up, you know, you're you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs until you can get more stuff. And, you know, I'm one of those weird guys out there in the, in the industry that believes that, you know, you should have plenty of stuff at the house for any time uh, an occasion like this occurs. And this is just kind of an eye-opener for everybody. Hey, listen, you know, it's good to have some, but if you think you're just going to go out and get it when you need it, it, it's going to be a longer effect. It's going to take, you know, it it may be selling out in a month, but it's going to take several months to kind of get back into the swing of things with manufacturers to get it to the dealers and so on and so forth. So. And Jake, did we lose any companies in your industry, like completely like they're not coming back kind of thing? No, no. Some of them shifted and started to help making, you know, hand sanitizers or masks or some of that kind of stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. To stay busy. And, and, you know, I give good credit to those guys to say, hey, listen, you know, we can 
we have the ability to help the nation. Let's do it. And and I love those guys for it. Um, nobody totally out of the game. Uh, I know there are some uh, firearms dealers throughout the U.S. that are just closing up shops saying, I'm done. Um, right. But as far as most of the manufacturers, none of them have stepped away to the side. They, they've either all are starting to reopen. They're getting back into the groove. They're swinging in. It's just going to be um, some patience for us and the consumers to let that stuff kind of trickle through, let those guys get back into work and get into the full swing of things. You know, as we're just reopening the dealer side, you've got to think manufacturers are just starting to reopen themselves and get back in, uh, getting the product in and starting to manufacture. So, On the radio show this week, we uh, talked to Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, one of the great sponsors, just like Osage County Guns is, of the show. And they are back, basically, because uh, they advertise in the spring and summer and fall during fishing season. And then they take the the winter months off. So uh, this was their uh, first uh, first week back this year, and it was great to talk with them. And that's, of course, because it's full-blown fishing season. Is is there Does the gun industry go through seasons like that? Like, is there a time of year when, uh, you know, uh, rifles are what people are buying and the time of year that it's handguns? Or does does seasons not really affect the uh, the firearm industry? Oh no, there's there's definitely seasonality to the firearms industry, um, and you can. So, see what it. season are we in right now, and or should we be in right now? Maybe it's wonky because of the uh, right. coronavirus, but like, what what season would we be in now? Well, so right now we're starting to hit what we what we start to see generally. Obviously, not right now because of the whole pandemic and the craze, but in a non-pandemic type of situation. Um, right now, we would start to see it start to slow um, because mm. tax dollars have been spent. Turkey season's full swing. People are out enjoying. People are starting to fish. Um, you know, we, we see a transition there, too, when we start to see school letting out and people graduating and things like that. Uh, summer for us is historically very slow because people are taking families to Disneyland. They're not buying guns. People are going out doing, you know, relandscaping yards and doing all this different stuff, and they're not spending that money. We start to see that decline typically end of May, 1st of June, June, July, August um, can be pretty slow for a majority of the market, not all of it, um, you know, handguns and concealed type of situations and some ammo still does well, but for the most part, it, you see a slowdown for sure. And then we start seeing end of August, September starts to climb as people, you know, out west um, where you have to draw your tags to go hunt big game in the fall, they start getting their results. So people start getting excited. Hey, I drew this coveted moose tag. I've tried to get it for 10 years. I finally got it. I'm going to go buy a new rifle, a new scope, new ammo. I'm going to go shoot. And, and so you start to see that incline as we start to prepare to get into the hunting season. Uh, hunting seasons pick up, you know, early waterfowl in September's in through all the way through January. Um, and then obviously the holidays help out quite a bit. So our big lull, our, our kind of a low time is definitely end of May through, you know, August time frame is usually pretty slow in the industry, and then everything starts to ramp back up. Gotcha. Well, Jake, you got to be really excited about being back open after the shutdown that you guys had. I mean, all, again, although you were still online, um, it, it, it's got to feel like you are seeing new faces every single week just because of the the, the vast size of your, of your company. Uh, and people, uh, you're probably like a destination right now. Uh, where you're getting new people all the time coming in. 
We are. And, and it's absolutely a blast to have people come in and, and watch them walk through the door and kind of their eyes kind of open up and they're like, holy, I did not <laughs> expect this, you know, um, right. and, and, it's, and it's fun. And, you know, part of the thing that we enjoy about this business in retail, you know, most everybody, man, they're just super good people. And so it's, it's a lot of fun to, to have those carry those conversations and talk about, uh, you know, kind of what's going on, help them find the firearms they're looking for and, and kind of develop uh, that customer base. And we, I've always strived for, you know, firearms retail stores to be that go-to place. So like those that grew up in my generation will understand the cheers metaphor, but <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's that place where everybody kind of knows who you are and um, you can come in and, you know, show pictures of, hey, my child and I just got his first turkey. Hey, look at this. This is great. Let's show it. Um, I've got new guns. I've got new things. So it, we, we really enjoy that aspect. So it's been great to see new people come in and saying, hey, I've always wanted to stop in. I'm glad you're open. Yeah. And um, and so it, it's do you really serve good. do you serve beer things. like at Cheers or no? <laughs> uh, you know, if we could, it would be phenomenal. But <laughs> alcohol, <laughs> tobacco and firearms, Tony, don't right, laugh, man. Hey, you're exactly right. And uh, well, we got free smoking going on back if there. You're lucky. Yeah. You might be able to catch John on a good day and he can swing you a, a, a mean coffee. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh but and yeah, and, and kind of along those those lines as you're talking about, especially the atmosphere out there at Osage uh County Guns, it's not just guns and uh ammunition. You have so much more accessories, gear, clothing, all of that stuff. And I I I don't think we talk about that enough. So just kind of round out the picture of uh, of everything that you guys offer there in this. Yeah, in the you shop. know, if you want to come in and build uh, an AR, we've got all the build parts, the tools, the, the the parts and pieces. You can build a gun, whether it's a handgun, an AR, some bolt action, um, some shotgun stuff. And we're constantly adding to it. Um, you know, obviously we have firearms, we have ammunition, um, and we're constantly adding new accessories, holsters. Um, we've got some great clothing lines now, some bags. We're getting uh, plate carriers and we're getting duty belts. Um you know, we've got gloves, um, more silencers. We're talking to a couple of new manufacturers right now for some other uh, lifestyle-styled accessories. Um, so you really have an opportunity to come in and not only just buy guns, but buy the stuff that you need to go out and equip yourself, whether you're looking for uh, just a good day at the range, uh, competition, uh, some hunting. Um, I'm a big believer in, in getting go bags and, and bags to carry your yeah. stuff every day to first aid kits. I got some new first aid stuff uh, coming in, some new IFAT kits and uh, and so, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to add to uh, and help people be prepared and be able to be that place where they can come in and buy most everything. I hate shopping 10 different places to get the stuff that I want. So yeah. we try to try Amen. to make it all there. We're not perfect yet, but we're, we're sure uh, working on bringing it in. And we love the feedback from the consumers to say, hey, this is what we're looking for. And, and if we can get it, um, then, you know, we'll, we'll look at bringing it in. And you have the advantage of the space to do so. 6,000 square foot retail store. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, last question, again, kind of another inventory question. Uh, not just firearms either. Um, pepper spray and other yep. self-defense uh, uh, things, items uh, are available there at Osage County as well, right? Yeah, we, we, we also carry less lethal, what we call uh, ah, less yes. lethal items. So your pepper sprays, um, Mace, uh, both companies, there's a company called Sabre, uh, makes great stuff, actually a local company out of Missouri. Um, super good company, makes some of the best uh, stuff out there along with a company called Mace, uh, probably your two top companies out there. So if you're looking for Mace and pepper spray and gel um, and, and those types of, of things, uh, we'll, we'll soon have some sunglasses, we'll, we'll have um, you know, 
good tumblers to drink out of. You know, we'll, we're <laughs> going to try to cater to everything. So you can, you know, find a good day and everything you need to have a great day out in the range. Okay, I think I'm going to ask a stupid question. So, Chad, Never. I might have you cut, cut this out. <laughs> This, oh no! This oh no! Not, this may not make it. This may not make it on onto the podcast. Okay, so just get ready. <laughs> um, the way that you just said that um, that that there's mace and pepper spray. Uh, I always thought that mace and pepper spray were the same thing. It was one word. It was two different terms, kind of like silencer and suppressor. Two words, same product. Is is there a difference between mace and pepper spray? There, there is and there isn't. So it's just the formula that's there. It's also manufactured. Oh, it's so Mace itself is actually so Mace itself is a manufacturer under the name Mace. Oh, okay. So like Kleenex. Make, exactly. They also make Mace, right? Okay. The, so it's a it the, is it is the product as well, not just the company. Correct. Okay, now okay. the trend is actually going away stop from talking. Mace, which was more aerosol type of spray to a gel, which sticks to the face more mm-hmm. is goopier and harder to get out sounds lovely burns like a oh yeah oh yeah gotcha all right so there is a little bit there is a little nuance to it yes a little bit so there's <laughs> saber know. who makes pepper gel there's the company mace yeah who makes quote-unquote mace but is more everything's kind of shifted to a gel form now yeah but, do, uh, yeah. do you have a do you have a personal preference when you're talking to people uh, that are you know that joggers or people that just want to have you know something in their car to protect themselves you know they have the fog style they have the gel that you're talking about the spray do you have a a, a, a personal recommendation the gel yeah gel it shoots uh, uh, it's a little easier to get I know this sounds weird but. You, you have a better ability to get accuracy out of it instead of just this big cloud, which then blows back into your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the gel is a little bit thicker. It sprays a little bit sh- more streamlined. Um, it sticks a lot better. Uh, so you can, you know, pinpoint it, hit it, not get the blowback into your own face and hurt yourself with it. Um, it sticks on a lot easier so you can get out. Um, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the gel if you're going to use a – any type of thing, um, the gel. And Jake, while we've got you, Chad, I don't, I don't want you editing this out at all because we always have new listeners coming in. Jake, if you wouldn't mind explaining the difference between a silencer and a suppressor for us. There's not a difference. It's two words, same pr- so same product. Here, here's here's where you get the. He's the always trying to do this. No, I'm just I hate new listener all the time, and I just don't remember stuff. So please explain again. <laughs> <laughs> so if you read the ATF paperwork. And the rulings, it says, and quotes, silencer. Mm. Okay, so when you go read NFA laws and you go read NFA paperwork, if you're really that bored, <laughs> read through a bunch of <laughs> lawyeries uh, through the NFA, which is the National Firearms Act, which posts the rules and regulations for silencers, as they state in the paperwork, uh, okay. short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns. We, as a community in the Second Amendment community, mm-hmm. have change the verbiage to suppressor because it doesn't actually silence yeah. the firearm. It's a it way more accurate term. It is more accurate in what it does, but you're not wrong by calling it a silencer or a suppressor. And I call it silencer more because I'm used to reading the NFA paperwork, which states in the regulations silencer. Yeah. Oh, me but too. Not wrong of course, I read it, it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it is good to know that when, you, when you're having that conversation, you hear people talking about silencers or suppressors, it's just... 
two terms for the same product. It's the correct. It's one and the same. Good stuff. And everybody Thanks, Jake. We're all learning. We're all learning. <laughs> there is a difference between mason pepper spray, kind of, and there's not a difference between silencers and suppressors. Everybody, write that down. We'll have a quiz later in the week. <laughs> we're just we're just teaching people. I know. Here. That's all I, we're doing. Oh, no, you're exactly right. It's good to know. And reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. Thanks for your time this week. One more time before we end this thing, uh, remind people where they can find you physically there at Osage County Guns and social media websites, all that stuff. Well, we're here located uh, just here in Wright City, um, right off of 70 here. Address is uh, 13200 Veterans Memorial Parkway. Obviously, you can check us out at OsageCountyGuns.com. Google us. We're there as well. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. um, But more importantly, if you're local, we love seeing your face. Come in the store, check us out, ask any questions you need, and we'll help you how we can. Great stuff, Jake. Thanks so much for your time, and we will talk to you again real soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the podcast exclusive. Make sure you downloaded both podcasts of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. We put out two podcasts a week, one on Friday and one on Monday, and we certainly appreciate everyone who downloads them. Thank you. Uh, My name is Tony Colombo. For Bo Matthews and producer Chad Ellis, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.